astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today we are talking about Saturn and Aquarius. Big deal. Big deal. And if you've listened to uh, my lives throughout the year, if you've read any of my articles, I've been talking about this since, my gosh, probably February, definitely March of this year. Oh, absolutely. But it's coming back, so it's like... I know if you've heard it before, you might be thinking, why are we talking about this again? But it, Saturn went direct this month, so it's like, here we are. Right, and, and we know that Saturn hit the early degrees of Aquarius, right? In March. March, this year. April, May. Yes. You know, like it got up to um, zero, zero to one degrees, right? Yes. And then it went retrograde. Back into Capricorn. So... I remember we were talking about this March, April, May and saying, okay, this is a sneak peek. Oh, yeah. I've been calling this like the movie trailer. Okay. The movie, or that, that yeah. time period, the that movie trailer. That was the movie trailer. And uh, now it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah. And so the way that I've been suggesting it is like when we originally have a thought, just any day in life, it takes a minute then to put the action behind it, especially if it's something big. Oh, yeah. Right? We don't just think, oh, I want to quit my job, and the next day we quit our job. Like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> right? We start planning. And, well, a few yeah. of us have, well, but uh, okay. no. <laughs> that's, yeah. not the... that's not the typical. But right? right. so, so whatever thoughts that you had in that window, March, mm. April, May. Right. Now should be the time that the execution could really, you could get some momentum behind that, because now we're going to go into like a two and a half year stint of this energy. Yeah, that really was the preview, the trailer. Yes get your mind thinking and you know that's kind of scary when i think about it because a lot of us were very uncomfortable march april may i know and i think the original reaction when i say what happened to you this just happened the other night someone mm -hmm. told me it was just in a social setting right. that they were a january 22nd baby mm -hmm. oh and right. i said and he said, I'm, I'm a, a cusp baby, but I'm an Aquarius. And so mm -hmm. I said, oh, you're probably like a zero degree or one degree. I said, what happened to you in March? And his mouth just dropped open. Oh. But he's like, well, it was COVID. Yes. And he tried to start backtracking like he wasn't shocked at what I just said. Right. Well, it was COVID. Right. I said, well, I agree. I understand it was COVID, but like, what happened to you personally? And he already had made, he made a big decision in March to go back to school. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. And then, but the school doesn't start here Still? until the end of the year. So yeah. COVID oh, that's aside, a, that's a classic example, right. laying the groundwork, thinking it out, coming up with an idea. Yes. So COVID aside, so kind of to your point, yes, some of us lost our job at that point. Some of us didn't know what the future looked like. So I don't want people to go into a panic like, oh my gosh, am I going to lose my job again? You know, right. Saturn and Aquarius. But what was coming to your mind about like, oh, you know, I would love to be self-employed or I would love to have a side gig or I would love to maybe work less and spend more time with my family, right? What, or maybe I can't stand my partner. Yes. <laughs> and maybe it started bringing things to the surface that maybe this relationship shouldn't go on. 
Yeah, or maybe, oh, maybe we need to do things different in this relationship True. in order for it to continue. Yeah. So this isn't doom and gloom. This isn't throw out the everything. This my life's not working. But Saturn actually gets very specific. It's really about boundaries and borders. Yeah. And when you think about that, it's like, who do I? Not, this sounds terrible to say. <laughs> who do I? Who am I friends with, and who am I not friends with? Or sometimes we outgrow people, or sometimes people change, and we're not sure we can embrace them as they go through their next change in their life. So there's a, you know, we don't think a lot about it, but we kind of come home going, hmm, I'm not sure this is working anymore. Yeah, we can um, talk about Saturn as kind of that bouncer energy, what's allowed in and what's not allowed. We talk about boundaries or limits, but the structure... But we're talking in a pretty positive way. Absolutely. It's like if you go out to lunch with someone and then you get in the car afterwards to come home and are you energized? Are you, oh my God, that was so fun or I learned so much or, oh my gosh, I love that person. Mm -hmm. Or are you getting in the car going, oh my God, they just took advantage of me. I listened to their problems all, I'm drained, I'm exhausted. You know, no one spoke to me. You know, we have these thoughts. Absolutely. We process the quality of that experience. This was this is Saturn. Saturn keeps you on your track. It does. So we've given them the date to go back to March. Yes. But if you're old enough, mm-hmm. you could go if you're back. Old like me, yes. No, right. me too. Yeah. You could go back to 1991 through 1994. Yes. And think how did this energy affect you at that point? And right. even if you were younger. Okay, if you want to use my you were, example. You were very young, yes. Right? I'm an Aquarius, so we might say that this affects Aquarius the most, or we might feel it the most significantly. Mm-hmm. But even in, as a school-age child, I felt this Saturn energy because my teachers became very, I'll say, strict. There was definitely more boundaries and guidelines that I had to follow. It was, it was hard, hard work and hard business. Those years really shaped me, I'll say, when it came to schoolwork and, and how, you know. Well, you should give a little more background to that. Okay. You know, I mean, the fact that, again, as the parent, you know, and again, I know this sounds like I was just a derelict, but, you know, we just thought kindergarten isn't that important. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, I was associating with other people, and they were thinking the same thing. Kindergarten isn't that big a deal. So you didn't even have a kindergarten experience. We were just going to put you into first grade. Mm -hmm. And then when I went in the process, I I realized, oh, the school wasn't maybe up to the standards we hoped that it would be. And then we found a private school or a Catholic school that we put you into. And that was highly regimented. And here you came into a program highly regimented program with these your peers everyone else in that first grade class had been two years prior they had been to pre-k and they'd been to kindergarten with each other with each other (laughs) and so here you are coming in and and we were we had an eye opener at that point yeah we had an eye as parents we were thinking what were we thinking we were out in the loony zone someplace (laughs) why we had not exposed you to kindergarten so the point is that was huge structural shift. So you experienced it as the little Aquarian in yep. first grade class. Yep. You were very cute, yep. you know. <laughs> but here you were overwhelmed with kids that read really, really well. Yep. And uh, they spoke very uh, eloquently. Eloquently. <laughs> right. And uh, and we as parents were all of a sudden realizing 
oh my God, we failed. And it, it was, and it changed our social group because we joined in, we made a lot of new friends um, in those years. Um, and it was, it was, there were standards and you had to meet them. I mean, I spent right a lot of time with you doing homework. A lot of time. A lot of time. Yeah. So we talked about structure being, I'm sorry, Saturn being structure and limits, but Saturn is also hard work. Yes. You right? have to apply yourself. Yes. You have to apply um, your, yourself. Use your talents. Yep. And Saturn also suggests the idea of like steps. So graduating to the next level. Yes. You step okay. it up. Step it step up. up. So we're, everyone's under this influence. We just went into our story a little bit. You know, it just gives an example family, that no matter how you. old you were, don't dismiss this just because, oh, yeah. I was three. Well, oh. What were your parents doing that shifted, like, the entire home? Yeah, did, did, a you na- move? did a nanny come in or did granny move in and all of a sudden there was more structure in the household? Did a parent leave and all of a sudden there was, you know, you were, somebody else was taking care of you or you were a latchkey kid? Now, that's a form of, you know, that's a different structural shift as well. Something happened in your life structurally, your habits, your patterns, the expectations all changed. Yeah. Um, I know this, I will already preface that this episode will go a little bit longer than our typical 25 Mm. minutes. But if we look back just from a global standpoint, just because I know that that is kind of everyone's really focused on, but what's happening to us as a society. If we look back onto that 1991, right? Mm -hmm. So we think about Saturn is all that structure and then Aquarius. So we haven't really talked about much about what Aquarius is, but Aquarius rules technology. It rules humanitarian efforts, bringing people together. And we look back to 1991, that is when the internet was created. Oh, well, you know, Aquarius rules uh, large groups. Mm-hmm. Um, it's associated with large institutions, government, and even big major companies, Amazon, you know, Facebook, yes. things like that. Huge, because they're, um, there's a lot of people in those yeah. corporations, entities, working together collectively. That's the key word for Aquarius. Yeah. It's about social movements. It's demonstrations in the street. Which, again, if we go back Protests. to that window, March through um, oh, April, yeah. June, yes, we can already see how that started. Right. It was a natural, I mean, and a not pro or con or no opinion about it, but Saturn in Aquarius tells people to speak out as a group. Yes. Don't speak as an individual, speak as a group. You find other people who are thinking like you and join up with them. And we are seeing a lot of that, even if it just, I mean, just social media, whether it's the people that believe in like the, I'm probably going to say this wrong, the QAnon. Oh, yeah. Or Or, or UFOs, you know, people getting together. So Saturn was, or I'm sorry, the internet was created under this energy last time. Yes. So a few things I want to say about that. One, you could go back and listen to episode one of the podcast that the internet is experiencing its Saturn return this year. Oh my gosh. Well, that's a great insight. So that the idea of like that the internet should really transform itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to that episode, mm-hmm. I do highly suggest that just to kind of pull this piece together. But so the idea of, and I know we were talking about 5G, but I don't think that that's big enough. I think that the internet will make some big changes here in the next year with Saturn moving into Aquarius where it'll either become available for everyone it will become some sort of faster or like it should transform in a way that we 
Well, I maybe can't even imagine. That's a that's a novel thought there. And I think that 91, 92 is probably referencing when people could easily access it, I think. I think academia, maybe, or the military. Someone had it before, way back when, I think. Okay. But that's probably Mainstream. when it became out. You could get it. But think about Aquarius when it, yeah. when it goes to the masses. Yes, goes to the masses, large groups of people. Because before it would have been in Capricorn, which would have meant, right. oh, the Internet's yeah, only the, available to for, yeah. government or exactly, high up. Exactly. Or, uh, okay. Well, you got answers this morning. <laughs> Call Kate. She's got answers. <laughs> I love it. This is on the spot thinking. Yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah, we didn't plan this. No, Um, no. So other just, I'm going to say predictions, if you will, just for fun. Yes. For funsies this morning. What other things might we think? I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening (laughs) now. No, I want your opinion too (laughs) about Saturn moving into Aquarius, what we might see in the next few years under this energy. So uh, Aquarius is an air sign. I think it often gets confused that it's a water sign because it's, the symbol for it is the water bearer. Yeah. But because it's an air sign, it rules the airways. And with that technology, we think of radio waves. So I, I would think that real estate in the air might become more valuable. You know, I think that's a great observation. Yeah, airspace. Airspace. Airspace may be taking on dollar value. Right. right? So, well, one with the internet, because the internet uses airways. But mm-hmm. the, even things like Amazon... Well, that's just a name I'm going to throw out there, but doing like drone deliveries. Yeah, which of course, we've seen it. I mean, I saw something in the headlines about Walmart in some areas doing drone deliveries. Oh, really? Yeah, but okay. it was specifically, I think, related to COVID testing. You could drop oh, interesting. Test. I don't know. It was oh just, gosh. again, it was just, it, this is not everywhere at okay. your local Walmart, but. Uh, but what if that was mainstream? Yes. Again, think about we're coming out of Capricorn where this technology might be limited and mm-hmm. now it's going to go to the masses. So the idea, okay, maybe drones making um, deliveries, maybe high rises building even higher that we're not building out, we're building up. You know what, but what about the, what about the um, Elon Musk and going into space? Absolutely. Right? Uh, private entities going into space. I mean, I don't know if they're claiming, I don't want to say they're claiming you know mars or claiming the moon or whatever but yeah there could be a oh yeah a lot more focus um i don't again i can't even i'm not i'm not a visionary that's one thing i'm not i I like to read people's charts but i'm really not a visionary when it comes to what's the next trend what's going to happen what about discovery or confirmation of aliens Oh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm there already. I am too, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, again, to the masses, to the, something that we all can come together on and say. Yeah, Saturn is manifestation. It's when something crystallizes. So we can think of beam me up, Scotty. Okay, and I can say, I have cri- no idea. Who? <gasps> beam, beam me up, Scotty? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh, from the TV series? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah okay. you have to be in. Okay, okay. never mind. <laughs> Those of a certain age know what beam me up Scotty means. Okay. But the idea the person's not there, beam me up, and then the person crystallizes or decrystallizes and goes into some other uh, dimension. Okay. Well, anyhow, forget (laughs) that. Didn't mean to go down that path. But um, this is a time of manifestation. So things, now I can can touch it. I can feel it. Oh, there it is. I can see it. I see what you're saying. Right? Absolutely. And so we have this idea of, you know, different things obviously new things occurring and you know again i'm not the visionary so okay next subject (laughs) okay so we went through this in 1991 you can look back at a preview of your life march of this year to get some ideas if you're still listening thinking 
what is in what's going to happen for me maybe i've already had so much change are you kidding me there's more change to come let's run through all 12 of the signs yes um and how everyone should affect should be affected yes and these are guidelines you might listen to another one of the other interpretations oh that sounds more like what i'm doing yes we are overly simplifying this based yes. just on your sun sign not on your moon sign your rising sign um, so this is a little bit um, just one dimensional, but it, you should relate to it. Absolutely. It should make some sense to you. Yeah. Should we start with Aquarius? And I, I know typically we start with Aries, but yeah, we'll, we'll just can start, start with, with Aquarius. Yeah. Because it's moving into um, their first house. Yeah. And so with Aquarius, you think, so Saturn's been in your 12th house the past two and a half years. Yes. Sorry, Aquarians are going to get a little bit more time on this just because. Oh, boy. <laughs> just because Kate's an Aquarius? No, no. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about Capricorns because the whole Pluto-Saturn okay. thing. So Saturn's been in Aquarius' 12th house for the past two and a half years. And Aquarius, we consider almost the basement of the chart. And so for the past two and a half years, and it's not to discredit Aquarians or what they've been doing, but oh, you might no. not have felt as seen. Yes, you might feel like my head was down. I was putting in the hard work. And anyone that knows me, right? I quit a corporate job where oh, I was it's seen. about you again. I get it. Oh, no, my no, gosh. No. <laughs> These are real-life examples. I'm, so I'm kidding. Can. I'm kidding. I was joking. I'm joking. I quit a corporate job where I was in the spotlight. I had a yes. title. Yes. Right? I launched my business. And for those diehard followers, you know, you might be too close to the situation. But even two and a half years out, I had people saying, do you need a spa job? Like, oh, what property are you at now? Like, they didn't understand, like, oh, no, I created a business, a practice, and I'm doing that. But it was behind, and particularly, of course, with COVID, you know, on the phone, you were doing a lot of your services. Behind the you know, scenes. Behind the scenes. Uh, you know, you weren't going out the door at 9 a.m. and You know, no. you weren't nope. you know, doing a lot of the trappings that are associated with, oh, I'm working. Yeah. So then... Saturn moves into Aquarius in March. Mm -hmm. And what did we start doing during that time period oh, is we started recording. Well, one, I started doing my lives. Yes. So I was seen almost on a weekly basis yeah, for Facebook sure. Facebook lives. Facebook lives. And then we started secretly recording <laughs> the podcast at right. that time. Mm -hmm. And this is obviously a much bigger platform where I'm being heard and seen. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Saturn moves into Aquarius and now it's, Aquarian's time to kind of shine, to take the spotlight, to take the stage and maybe show off what you've been working on. So whether mm -hmm. that's been a relationship that you're taking to the next level, oh, we were just boyfriend, girlfriend, now we're engaged. Maybe you're taking a, a side hustle, presenting yourself, but you should be changing your handshake, the way that's that you present I'd yourself. I love to say it that way. You're introducing yourself in, an, in, an, in one new way. Yeah. Now we can start with simple things. Oh, I'm now a grandmother. Yep. So now I'm going out telling people I'm a grandmother, you know, first time type of thing. Yes. That would be a change in how you describe yourself. Who are you? So it could be with what you're doing, what you're no longer doing. Oh, I'm not moving. I'm not going to hang out with this group anymore. Mm -hmm. There's a myriad of possibilities here, but you are being tested. Are you in the right place doing the right thing with the right people? For your become, best interest. Yes. It should become very clear if you're not. Oh, yes. So, again, if you're not thinking, oh, what am I going to do? It 
Saturn will show you. You yeah. don't have to worry about making the change. It will it'll find it'll present you. It'll itself. Find you. Exactly. Okay, so moving on to Capricorn. Yes. Gonna, yes. So Saturn's been in Capricorn for the past two and a half years. So Capricorns might be thinking, oh my gosh, I've. <laughs> They're glad. I've, They're happy. I've already put level. out my new handshake. I've gone through so much change. Saturn moving into your second house should feel a little bit easier. A little bit. Okay. It yeah. depends. It depends on the circumstances because that's, that's their money. I know. Their values, what's important to them. Absolutely. I think on the highest level for Capricorns, Saturn will make them aware of what their talents are. Oh, I have a talent for this. Maybe I could do this for my neighbor. Maybe I could charge for it. So it's a talent. The second house Mm -hmm. we're talking about, if you follow astrology, is money. Yes. Well, how do we make our money? By demonstrating our talents. Oh, I'm a customer service person. So, oh, yeah, you're very friendly and nice. I'll hire you. I'll pay you to run, you know, the customer relation department. Right. So it comes back to talent. So it's possible that uh, Capricorns could find some skills as well that they may want to monetize. Yep. Or there should be just a lot of conversation around money, around settlements. Oh. Okay, I've saved about uh, saved this amount of money. Let's buy a house. Like big yes, money big conversations. Money. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I agree that that second house oftentimes does is tied to, oh, let's buy something. Now maybe it's land. Maybe it's a house. It's because it's all about security. What can make you feel secure? And when we go back to that interpretation about Saturn, about limits and boundaries for Capricorns, I'd say don't be surprised if you start choosing to like eat at home or not buy that purse or not buy the newest car because you're getting a little bit more serious in, about your money. Yes. It's like this adulting. Saturn's yeah. like the adulting planet. Yeah. Like, okay, I guess I don't need that. It is, yeah, but but there's a seriousness. It doesn't mean disastrous. If you have been not a good money manager, yes, this energy, you will learn to be a better money yes. manager under this energy. Yes. Uh, and if you're already kind of pretty good at it, this will take you to that next level of, oh, I want to get involved in some investments. I want to get something for my retirement going on. Very adult conversations to be having there. When it comes to Sagittarius, Saturn's moving into your third house. Yeah, yeah. I would think that they wouldn't feel like they need to reprove themselves in either maybe a new arena or having something thrown at them mm-hmm. that maybe they weren't as familiar with. Yeah, and I think one of the things is maybe uh, interest in some sort of maybe course, mm-hmm. workshop, something where they need to go quickly brush up their skills. Like a learning curve. A, a learning curve that they have to adapt to under this. And it's a juggler, remember? So they might feel like they're really juggling two positions. And that can so happen in the in the oh, workplace. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm filling in for this person. I'm running between doing this and doing that. So is it exhausting? Yeah. You have to be. It will teach you time management. Yeah, third house rules the mundane, like, routine and so, again, not necessarily anything fun or exciting to talk about, but your routine should look very different. Where you're driving, what you have the structure of your day-to-day, um, and then, of course, it rules things like licensing or schooling. So if you're thinking about taking a class or adding Or getting something. a license, yes, yes, go for it. Yeah. Okay, well, you can put as much time into Scorpio as you want. <laughs> okay, it's all about <laughs> me now, Scorpio. Well, you know, 
this is all about <laughs> home base. But I must say, because I'm older, I must say, you know, I'm not going to move. Mm-hmm. So if someone, someone astrologer said, oh, you're a Scorpio, so you must be moving. Big changes happening at your house. I'd say, well, no, I'm not moving. I feel comfortable. That's safe. So it goes, you have to look at other options, right? Absolutely. Yeah, can, fourth house is home. Mm-hmm. And so it's like your home should be changing. There should be yeah. a restructuring around home. So a classic way is absolutely to move. Right. But you could also, if you're thinking, I've been here forever, you probably will just naturally start making some major upgrades to the home. Changing the windows, changing the doors, changing the flooring. Yes. Structurally. And it's, oh, it's, I could talk for an hour on this topic alone. You know (laughs) what I mean? Because you're really reshaping yourself, but you're using the house as this kind of outer shell. You're doing the changes there to make yourself feel more secure uh, it you know it's safer if the floor issues get fixed or the door issues get fixed the roof all these types of things but there's also the emotional and that's the part that I think is you, you can't see it and I can just tell you I've been spending a lot of time just thinking about the past mm-hmm. the fourth house and this is such yeah. a great thing pulls you to your history your personal history lesson what happened in your life and oh, where your head was at at that point. People that you no longer stay in contact with, that you remember them and think, oh my God, how did I ever get separated from that person? Reviewing where are the they past. today? Review the past. And there's oftentimes a need to do something to revisit the past. So going to a reunion of some sort, going, traveling to some place. Doing Ancestors.com. Oh my gosh, those are classic examples. I had, you know, my story is, you know, um, my husband Bill retired. So that's been our big uh, financial thing, adjusting, going into that mode. and Well, the home must feel really different because (laughs) he's not leaving to work. No, we've lost the whole schedule. We had a very rigid schedule, you know, we were up and out, out of the bed at 5 a.m. and, you know, do 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 you know our day went just like clockwork well and you just came from the third house and we just talked about routine and you're you were just finishing up those last few months of it yeah so well, it should become more more stable now yes, right yes exactly yes exactly the last thing i'll say about scorpios so we are spending a little more time on scorpios because mm-hmm. fourth house opposes tenth house yes there can be a change in reputation as well yes so because i know a couple of scorpios as well that Right now, the focus is... You can't mess with the fourth house without having a reaction in the 10th house. Yes. And even if you don't know astrology, it's just like if if something's happened to my left hand, oftentimes my right hand will have a reaction. Mm -hmm. It'll mimic it. There'll be something. It's it's as... There's a balancing out. Uh, we could go through each house, first I house. I think seven. about like when you're cutting a pizza, mm-hmm. you start on one end and you go straight across yeah. to cut to the other side. Yes, and that's right. what it looks like in the wheel. You don't yes. just cut out the little piece right. of pie. You yeah. cut all the way across. Same as a cake or Absolutely. something like that. Exactly. So uh, that is a good point. The 10th house shifts as well. Yeah. Okay. Let's move to Libra's next. So Saturn has been in your fourth house the past yeah. two and a half years. Libras so. have had been challenged here. That's been a square uh to their sun and that's been it squares were always very challenging so that they're wrapping it up maybe a little depression i mean and i say that loosely i don't mean clinically right. just 
depressed, questioning, wondering. That's that's lifting, thank goodness. But if they look back about two and a half years ago and then look at their situation now, their home, their foundation, what we just finished talking about with Scorpio, yeah. right? Yeah. Should look totally different. So whether you've had a Absolutely. physical move, right? We've seen that with my brother who's a Libra. He had a physical move, mm-hmm. bought his first house. That's a big deal. It wasn't big just deal. a right. regular you know, move. Dad retired. Right. Okay, big deal. Okay. So now it's in the fifth house, and the fifth house is way more fun. Oh, my gosh. But I almost say this. They're going to work at having fun. Okay. Right? Yeah. So there could be something, of course, in our cases, yeah, they're into music and things of that nature. So, yeah, they'll, they'll work in that arena, kind of a fun arena. But the idea is they'll be diligent. So I say this is um, any Libras out there, they may be taking a hobby a passion and putting structure to it right yeah it also would suggest social activities which i know during COVID is hard to say but vip access exclusive invites your phone might be ringing maybe some exclusive zoom calls (laughs) and also it can be social things you have to do you're required to do oh if i want to you know i need to go meet that person i need to spend time with that person so it's not always like, oh, I'm going to go out and have a great time. We're going to party. I might be going just to make the connection. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but definitely put structure behind something that you've been doing as a hobby or the mm-hmm. side hustle. Okay, um, next let's move to Virgo. So Virgo, Saturn's moving into your sixth house. This is yeah. work, 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 work. work, work. <laughs> I'm sorry, Virgo. Yeah. Two things. I work and health. Health care. Yes. Your body should be probably very symptomatic, speaking to you. Oh, an ache, a pain. Oh, what do I need to do to make myself feel better? Yeah. I know a couple of Virgos that are dealing, they've been in and out of the doctor getting things checked out. Right. So it's proactive. Great time for Virgos to be doing all those things. But also then to tackle their kitchens. What am I eating? Right. What's in my cupboards? What's in my pantry? What can't I eat anymore? which sometimes that is doctor ordered from these visits that you're going on to. Um, And then when we take it back to work, you might be a little bit more critical about what's going on in the workplace. You might redefine how you work. That's an understatement. (laughs) That's an understatement. Might be a little more critical. I would say clearly disgruntled. I would even use that word. For Virgos probably are disgruntled about what's going on in the workplace or the worst, of course, is... I am leaving. I am severing from that workplace. And where am I going to go? Okay, yeah. And for the Virgos that think, oh, I can't leave, you're probably going to be exposed to new rules, a new oh. boss, new SOPs, new structure. I will say, and I think women will be particularly, women Virgos will be particularly affected by this energy about feeling they're not being maybe listened to, respected, maybe being passed over. Again, this isn't forever and ever, right? No. You should be getting hit with it, though. I would think very t- in a very timely matter here, if you haven't already. Yep. Leos, we have Saturn moving into your seventh house. So seventh house rules uh, relationships, right. and not just sexual relationships, um, but best alliances. friends. Alliances. Alliances you have, yeah. Work, work husbands, work wives. Yeah. But the, you might be thinking, are the people around me on the same page and are they supporting me? Right. Is there an Very equal amount? Very discriminating. Very discriminating. 
So uh, I also want to say this, that you could be pushed. So we're talking about Leos, right? Mm -hmm. So Leos could be pushed to have to step it up to be seen to, oh, okay, I'm going to give the, you know, I'm going to lead the meeting today. Maybe it starts out innocently, like someone is out sick, someone's unavailable, and I got a phone call, okay, you're going to do it. So I could get handed off, pushed off onto you, but this is, they're starting to be seen. This is a good energy for Leos, particularly if they're interested in wanting to be seen. Absolutely. Stepping it up. Yeah, it should be a turning point in recognition and responsibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, one other thing, too, about Leo is because this is a little bit of a showy energy. Yes. There might be some visible upgrades that happen that other people see. So new wardrobe, you know, the truck showing up to the house, you're getting a new fridge, new couch. Right. Okay. Um, When we talk about Saturn, I'm sorry, wow, Cancer, Saturn's moving into your eighth house. Yeah, a little heavier. Yes. Eighth house puts focus on long-term wealth, mm-hmm. transformation. Right. Puts a lot of focus on the issues that you don't bore people with. I don't yeah. tell you that, oh, I got a life insurance policy today. I'm so excited. <laughs> right. You don't, right. you know, that's kind of a boring piece of information. I don't, uh, I don't, I made a big payment on my credit card today and I'm trying to get my credit down. Again, not real exciting, but very dutiful things that have to get done. I have to erase this debt. I've got to start saving for retirement. I've got to put a will together. What would happen if, and passively, um, cancers would be exposed to stories of people that have, ooh, ooh, made a big mistake. They're watching their friend. Uh, you know, try to resolve complications out of an estate issue from their mother, from their grandmother, and they're seeing, oh my gosh, look at the problems this has created. So you get exposed to, um, you know, very um, sophisticated uh, financial decisions that have to be made, I would say, number one. Yeah, it brings awareness to mortality, crises, yeah. even death, De- like the transfer, like transition. Transitions, but yes, you kind of hinted at it that, yeah, cancers can be exposed to, oh, life is fragile. Uh, Granny is in the hospital. Oh, is she going to be okay? You know, it doesn't mean that people die, but it means you're very much aware that, oh, they could die. These things do happen. So it oftentimes just comes around you and you tend to funeral. Yeah. Well, even with that transition, it could even be things like work, seeing a long time position be eliminated. Again, oh, just that idea reshuffling, of this, corporate reshuffling. The circle of life realizing, oh, I thought I was going to be there forever. Yes. And then, or you thought that person was going to be your boss forever. Yes. And now they've exited. They've left. Yes. Okay. When it comes to Gemini's um, hitting ninth house, I would think their thought process would be changing. Absolutely. They may have a great need now to uh, connect realize I need to make connections. I need to network. Maybe if that's not your natural thing, that's real awkward and, oh my gosh, how am I going to, do I go to this meeting? Do I attend these Zoom calls? I need to be seen. I need to start building relationships. I need to find other professionals. Mm -hmm. And you know what a big difference that makes. Absolutely. To find a circle of people who are kind of doing the same you know i belonged to networking groups over time yeah most helpful one was a woman's group yeah i w- i was in groups with men but boy when i found the women's networking group i just i, I i'm gonna say i blossomed 
because there was so much in common we shared. We kind of talked the same language. I mean, everyone was, I mean, people were selling insurance, selling real estate. I mean, you know, I was a feng shui person. I mean, but it made no difference. We all kind of were, were trying to uplift each other. It was a great experience. But that was my example of a great ninth house experience. Ninth house is expansion. So either your mind, you open up your mind to new possibilities. Um, when you, Even when you say network, you know, ninth house rules, that idea of aligning with maybe people, I was going to say foreign people, but people that maybe weren't in your direct network. Yeah. Yeah. So, or even if, if you run a business like, Oh my gosh, I live in Nevada and I just picked up a large account in Florida, but long distance, just being aware of what people are doing in other parts of the country or other parts of the world. And I will add this, um, on a heavier note, there could be legal complexities and they may not be like, um, you know, Perry Mason style, big, you know, legal matters, but they could be things like, oh, we need to hire a lawyer to look into this or, Car accident, you know. absolutely. Yes. Okay, Taurus, mm-hmm. Saturn sitting in your 10th house. Yeah. So this say? is interesting for Taurus because Taurus, we've been putting a lot of focus on Uranus moving into Taurus in 2018. Yeah. So I think a lot of our Taurus friends have been doing things that maybe have seen very untraditional or out of sorts or out of order for mainstream, as I put that in quotations. And mm-hmm. so now Saturn coming along and hitting your 10th house of reputation, this could be time to really take on, you know, a new challenge, putting all of your time and energy into something big. Mm-hmm. But I would think Saturn would come along and really give them the structure to be successful for whatever they've been been working on. They'd step it up. Yes. I, I like to also say, oftentimes you may feel, okay, feel like you're flying solo. Like, I'm having to make all these decisions. I'm having, I don't have as many support people that I can just say, oh, what are you doing? And I'll do that as well with you. No, this is oftentimes uh, in a situation where you have to be the uh, showing leadership, showing independence, stepping up to the plate. So, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a heaviness, I would say, with Tauruses right now. Yeah, and Saturn is strict, so it could result in like like long hours, restricted resources. And just as you said before, if it's happening in the tenth, it's, it's happening in the fourth. It's happening in the fourth as well, which is that home environment. Right. So that you could go back now and listen to the Scorpio one as well. You might mm-hmm, relate to that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, Aries. We're moving. Saturn's moving to the eleventh house. We're talking about eleventh house being groups. Right. But even a focus on a kind of a work home life balance when we see Saturn in the 11th house. Saturn in the 11th, I think it has a lot to do with their friends. I would think the Aries would be really seeing a fallout in, and it could just be my schedule's changed. We can certainly see where that has happened for most people. I don't see people anymore. They dropped off my radar or I've outgrown them. Or now I've got a new social group and it's hard to integrate the old people into my new. They They don't think the same, they don't get along. So there is focus, and this, this I would think of all the signs, I think Aries might be the sign saying, I need to cut back on social media, putting some boundaries, structure around what type of information they're receiving, who they're being exposed to. Yeah, I agree that they might become more private under this energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, last one, Pisces. Pisces. So Saturn's yeah. moving into your 12th house. We kind of started with talking about the 12th house mm-hmm. because that's where Aquarians were coming from. So you might feel like it's time to retreat a little bit, maybe 
put your head down, start working on a project. Yeah, behind the scenes is the classic thing we say. And maybe you want to be behind the scenes. Maybe it requires you to be behind the scenes. I mean, we could say, oh yeah, I'm looking for a new, I'm trying to get a new career going. I'm taking some night classes. I'm just going to pick a thing like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, become a real estate agent and I'm going to start taking my tests. I'm not telling everyone at work what I'm doing. I'm Mm -hmm. just being quiet. So we have that level, but also go to the self-development side. So we have some, pardon me? Healing. Healing. Like all of a sudden, you know what I'm taking, I'm taking a Reiki class. I'm having some Tai Chi classes. I'm doing things that I'm not going telling everyone about, you know, maybe you're sharing some of this stuff, but not really bragging about it. You're working diligently on your inner self. This is huge and don't minimize it. I would say indulge in it as much as you can to self improve, figure out. Yeah, because you know, come 2023, Saturn's going to move into Pisces yeah. and you're going to have to step up to the yes, plate and exactly, show off everything exactly. you've been I working on. I would say on. Pisces might get drawn into a lot of health concerns for other people. Mm-hmm. So having to take someone to the doctor, escort them, having to listen to people with health conditions. Again, you may learn a lot about anatomy under that energy. Oftentimes you, through other people around you, what's going on. Absolutely. So anyhow, but it's it, the Pisces. You're in the prep. You're going to be your. It's like you're up next to the yes. bat. You know, <laughs> in two and a half years, and that's where you will use all these skills. Absolutely. I think well, that runs through all twelve of the signs. It does. I feel like we covered a lot of information. We this is about double the length yeah. of our typical broadcast. Right. So um, we hope that you got a lot of information out of this. Again, Saturn moved direct. Um, well in September so by the time you hear this will be probably the third week of October so we're in it go back review March April May of this year go back review 1991 through 1994 Um, and even what we talked about today right you could use those same applications and go back to that 1991 time and think oh yeah right same energies so again thank you so much for listening today and we look forward to speaking to you guys next week bye-bye Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications. And to book an astrology or feng shui appointment, you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com. Also, make sure to tune in to my Facebook or Instagram for my weekly horoscopes. You can find me at the underscore Kate Wind.